Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's Marvel Movie News. Good morning, Merry Marvelites. Welcome to Marvel Movie News, episode 277, coming to you live from Steve Rogers' storage locker. Very <laughs> I'm Christian Blatt and so thrilled to be welcoming back to the show the one, the only, the delightful Amy Cassandra Martinez. Aw, thank you so much. I love your introductions for me. Always. They're always so lovely. Well, it's only because you're so lovely. You know, if Zia were here today, you would hear a very unlovely introduction that would just match yeah. the person that she is. Uh, <laughs> but, the uh, best. I love it. Oh, please. Oh, obviously, you, you all know Amy from this show, but uh, for a very long time, Amy and I also did Marvel TV Weekly over on uh, After Buzz. So we've been talking Marvel for a long time, and this will be no exception. Uh, in case you're wondering, uh, our uh, fearless leader, Zach Wilson, has been behind enemy lines, leading the Howling Commandos on a very top secret mission. We'll let you know when he might be back. And see ya. <laughs> is currently spending some time underground in the sewers with the Morlocks because she just wanted people that were less pleasant to be around than her so she can feel better about herself. No, but uh, they'll they'll both be back sooner than later, but uh, we're very excited to have Amy with us today. So first and foremost, Amy, how are you doing? How's your, uh, how's your lockdown treating you? You know, I think pretty good. Look, we have a place to live in. Yay. You have, um, you have no shortage of great looking CDs and DVDs behind you. Uh, shout out to physical media. That's right. Yeah. Um, we also, I mean, you know, I think right now health is definitely not something to take granted, sure. um, take for granted. So those two things. But other than that, I've been rearranging our apartment a lot. Um been watching a lot of interior design videos so that's an unexpected surprise and Spielberg my cat has been just as adorable as ever and yeah I've been watching a lot of horror movies too yeah well for uh, those watching the video version you can see the uh, the hero glove the Freddy Krueger glove right behind and uh, it always reminds me of the Marvel tie-in just once I wanted to see the fight between Wolverine and Freddy Krueger, you know, just, I want to see those, those blades like cross paths and just see what it would, you know? Uh, And honestly, if it was in the dream world, I'd feel bad for Wolverine because he wouldn't stand a chance in any case. uh, There is not a lot of news today, but let's dive into what we have. Uh, The first, and it might not seem like news that's relevant, but the film commission in the Czech Republic has said uh, they've given the all clear to start filming things again. And that's specifically of interest because that's exactly where the production team was for Falcon and Winter Soldier, the upcoming Disney plus series when they had to suspend production. So I, I think that, you know, we're seeing a lot of, 
a lot of unions, different unions have to get in, you know, uh, obviously Screen Actors Guild, AFTRA, all across the board, depending on it. Uh, there's no real plan to go back into production yet, but I think it's an encouraging sign that, you know, we talked about this last week, the, the UK is preparing plans for being able to go into production. And uh, right here in Los Angeles, uh, both Governor Newsom and Mayor Garcetti are like, yeah, well, we would like to get production running as soon as possible. Obviously, you want everybody to be safe, but once mm-hmm. you get to that point where it can be done safely, uh, I, I think it's good that they're at least talking about it. Look, I'd say a week ago, nobody was talking about it. At least now they're talking about it. So, uh, Amy, do you see this as an encouraging sign and specifically as it relates to Falcon and Winter Soldier? I do see it um, as a good sign. I think, I mean, obviously there's going to be a lot of differences between countries overseas as opposed to Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline here so if anything a lot of people are going to film out there um i think it's great i just want everyone to be safe i think here in the states uh i just don't really know that we're gonna be that close that soon i'd rather be cautious um but hey if this means that we can get falcon and the winter soldier going overseas then awesome like yeah i think that's a good thing um yeah my thing is then okay so then they're gonna go there and then when they come back, how does that work? You know, well, the interesting gonna, thing, and we talked about this them. last week, is that a lot of what they filmed already, they filmed in Atlanta, where uh, Marvel has studios. And mm-hmm. Georgia was maybe the first state to start reopening their economy. And obviously, you have to make sure everybody's okay. But uh, Tyler Perry runs his whole operation out of there. And I think he's actually gone, you know, he, he's self-sufficient, so he can kind of figure mm-hmm. out how to do it himself. But it, so it's an encouraging sign that they would be able to do it. Yeah, I think filming things in Southern California and especially filming things in New York, I think that's a little ways off, but uh, you know, look, it's uh, it's encouraging and it gets us uh, talking about these Disney plus shows. And Amy, you, it's been a minute since you've been on the show and I wanted to know, you don't have to rank them in terms of favorite, but you're, oh, you can if you want to, but if there's one that you're most excited about, we got Falcon and Winter Soldier, we got WandaVision, we eventually will have a Hawkeye show We've got Loki, and then there's sort of the second wave that we're going to get, Ms. Marvel, She-Hulk, uh, Moon Knight. But if you have to pick one, what are you mm-hmm. most excited for and really looking forward to seeing in terms of these Disney Plus shows that we're going to get, hopefully one day soon? Mm-hmm. WandaVision, no question. Yeah. That's, I can't uh, rank them, but WandaVision. But Wanda, <laughs> no, sure. yeah. But I mean, look, uh, Z and I have said the same thing. It's just because that seems like it's going to be so weird and such a unique I was going to say vision for a show, but uh, that's a, that's a corny joke. I wasn't even trying to make. No, I like it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, So I think that, look, the other shows I think will be good, but you can kind of figure out, you can get a feel for what they're going to be. WandaVision is this weird, you know, fantasy world she creates. That's like an old sitcom. And I I, I don't, I I can't even imagine what that's going to be like. So I think that's the most intriguing and that's what makes me most excited for it. You know, Mm -hmm. Uh, I mean, heck, 
even but, even the trailer the trailer yeah. was so amazing that you have to watch it at least 20 times to even get a feel for it like yeah. it's overwhelm overwhelmingly beautiful if that's yeah. a thing it is yeah and uh, as it uh gets back to falcon and winter soldier you know they at one point had moved it up and we were told we were going to see it this summer and obviously we wouldn't get the whole series this summer but i was talking about this last week would you be okay understanding the circumstances if it's like, look, we've got five of them done. We're going to have more for you, but we just don't know when. So how about you just get five episodes of Falcon and Winter Soldier. We'll do season 1.0 and then you'll get season 1.5, you know, maybe in the new year. Uh, I, I would, I would be excited to, even if they only had like a, like a two hour sort of like TV movie, if that's all they have done, I'm like, great, just give me something. Yeah. Well, I mean, one day at a time, completely different example was sure. a show on uh, Netflix and then pop TV picked it up when Netflix canceled it wrongfully. But yeah, I mean, they filmed and um, edited four or five episodes and then that was it. And then yeah. everything shut down. So they've, they're doing an animated episode, but yeah, I mean, I think we would all rather have something as opposed yeah. to nothing, especially because all these creative people and everyone that's worked on the show, it's like, don't they want to show it off too, you know? Yeah, I mean, I guess the real question is, well, what were they planning on doing in terms of reshoots? And obviously you don't shoot these episodes in order probably for a streaming service, mm -hmm. but you have to figure they have something that they could deliver to us. And look, if I have to settle for, you know, one of those like exclusive first looks that's only five minutes, I will take that, but I want more than that, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So yeah. Uh, I hope we get some, because they haven't talked about it in a while. And here it is you know, we're already almost all the way through May and it was supposed to premiere, the most recent date we got was in August. So uh, I, I I just want to see some of it. I, I want to check in on Sam and Bucky. I want to make sure they're okay, you know? Yeah, if I think, think we need Marvel in our lives. Like, although we have other things coming soon. Sure. You know, I think we need something, something else. Yeah. Look, we, hold us over. We, had a, we had a great Spider-Man movie last summer, Far From Home. But when you think about it, in terms of your proper MCU set movie filled with mm -hmm. MCU characters, it's already been 13 months. And it's, oh, you know, no. and it's such a lot because we get used to having so many Marvel movies. And yes, at this point, we should have had Black Widow three weeks ago. But still, we, we're not going to get that till November, at least. Maybe later. Who knows? But at the very least, we won't get it till November. So it's like... Yeah, why don't you put some Marvel on our TV? And uh, we'll talk in a little bit. Marvel will be on all of our TV uh, on Wednesday on ABC, but we'll talk about that in a little bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so, oh, uh, and uh, you know, you you know that this show, this current iteration of this show, is uh, is a very Agents of Shield friendly show. So uh, we'll be excited to talk about that in the weeks ahead. And you know what? Honestly, even if I didn't like the show, I would just be glad to have something to report on other than rumors. Speaking of rumors, yeah. uh, th this is this seems to be a, a, a you know this isn't like a flashy like clickbait kind of article, but a, a very well known Chinese actress named Fala Chen is expected to have a very significant role in Shang Chi, and uh, I think uh, you know getting these little these little tidbits it helps remind you that these things are really happening, you know. Uh, and I thought that this was a good opportunity because Amy, it's, it's been a while since you've been on. I kind of wanted mm -hmm. to go over some of what we're going to get in the, the months ahead. And, uh, you know, this isn't really news. Everybody knows when these are coming out now, you know, they, they had to 
basically push everything on the slate back. But I want to start with Black Widow, which will be out in November. And I want to know your excitement level and what do you most want to see in the Black Widow movie? Okay, well, excitement level one to 10, it's a 13. Whoa, um, Z- yeah. Zia's is like a two. Yeah, well, that's why she's not here. That's why we sent her down to the Morlock tunnels. That's right, Zia. <laughs> uh, yeah, I am obviously a really big fan of uh, Black Widow, but also Florence freaking Pugh. I'm just so excited that we get to see her hopefully on the big screen um, soon because, I mean, I first realized that I was a huge fan of hers with Fighting With My Family, um, which was obviously, you know, with The Rock, and it was a story about WWE's page. Um, Yeah, and it was just, she was fantastic. And then after that, of course, Midsummer, which, wow. Um, and then we had Little Women. So yeah, just to see Florence Pugh again, I need Florence Pugh movies at least once a year. <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, th- that's great. And then I also really love David Harbour. Um, yeah, I, I'm yeah. excited to see his character. That the uh, yeah. you know I, I, the some of the uh, some of the trailers I've, I've liked more than others, but I've always been intrigued and wanted to see him because obviously he's he's great on Stranger Things, but it's like well, we're going to see him do something different. So mm-hmm. I, I'm definitely, I'd say that that's, you know, obviously I look, I, I know that Natasha is going to be great in it and, and the action is yeah. all going to be good. But in terms of the new unknown thing, sort of like what we're talking about with WandaVision, not knowing Red Guardian, not having seen him before, the unknown makes that is to me the most exciting thing about that movie, uh, mm-hmm. you know. But speaking of the unknown, our next movie will be February 12th of next year, just a few short days after my birthday. So uh, maybe uh, maybe I'll celebrate with The Eternals. And you want to talk about something that's an unknown. Uh, we've talked a lot about that movie on this show, how, you know, I, let's see, I read my first comic books probably a good seven, eight years before Amy was born. And uh, I barely know these characters. I know them a little bit. But they're, you know, you have to kind of seek them out. They, they have had their own series over the years. I love the cast for this movie. Uh, what are your thoughts about Eternals? That'll be our, you know, our second phase four film uh, coming up in February. Yeah, the cast alone. I mean, I remember Comic-Con like it was yesterday. And so to see everyone walk out on stage, it was just a constant like gasping of air because you're like, oh, yeah. well, I can't, no, no way. Um, so yeah, I mean, number one for me would be Salma Hayek. I'm so thrilled to see her on the big screen again. I feel like there's there needs to be more Latinx representation and the fact that it's her, I'm just like, yes, I yeah, love you so much. I, I think it's, I think it's, uh, it's nice to see them addressing, you know, sort of a, a lot of, you know, a lot of different uh, just ethnicities and, and mm-hmm. worldview from their different characters. And yeah, if, if you're going to address that one in particular, I, I don't think you can, you know, you go big right away. You go right to Salma Hayek. And I'm like, yes, absolutely. So uh, I think, I, I again, I'm intrigued by this one because I think it'll be different and I think it'll be cool. You know, we always know that there's, there's always some level of quality with our Marvel movies, even Thor Dark World. But 
we uh so i don't know i i think it'll be cool and here's the thing why the 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 phase four slate is so exciting because you have these different movies like after that may 7th 2021 which now we're talking about almost a year from now but hey let's let's get these movies coming this will be our third movie in a year you know we got to make up for lost time and that'll be shang chi and the legend of the ten rings and i love that they want to do what is basically a kung fu movie and the idea that although it's it's been tweaked a little bit the idea that dr strange which we'll talk about it in a minute is a little bit of a horror movie i'm like yes branch out you know, Ant-Man was a, not a straight up comedy, but it was it was a, a very comedic action film. And it's like, mm-hmm. great, you should address all these different subgenres. And no, I don't see a lot of new kung fu movies that come out, but you're going to put it in the Marvel Universe. Well, I'm going to be there. Yeah. I mean, I think with with the subgenres, you get people that are so into them that that's how we bring in into the mcu in a way and of course like if you're already an mcu fan it's like yeah let's get exposed to other subgenres that we wouldn't normally watch i love that it's it feels like it's in the right hands you know uh obviously people have their thoughts about iron fist um but to have it in the right hands i just i'm so insanely thrilled i'm really excited especially because i don't know much about shang chi yeah, I yeah. knew a lot more about Iron Fist, and you know, and, and Amy knows to tread lightly around Iron Fist because uh, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm the biggest uh, uh, Iron Fist apologist, Iron Fist Homer that uh, the After Buzz slash Popcorn Talk networks have ever seen. I will I I will fight people with my Iron Fist if they're going to speak badly about my boy. Sorry, Daniel. I couldn't see it. You couldn't see my Iron Fist. Look how iron it is. Okay, oh. you can't see it because it's blinding. Uh, how pale it is. But look, I mean, I'm I'm in the room in the back of my garage. I never leave. I don't get sunlight. Come on. Uh, so, so not technically an MCU movie, but obviously we know that they coexist in there. It's a Sony, uh, MCU, Marvel Studios joint, as it were. November fifth, it'll be this next Spider-Man movie. Still don't have a title. Still don't know much about it, but. Man, I, I, I've definitely wanted to know where they go next after Far From Home. And the idea that, you know what, it's like all of a sudden, like a year and a half doesn't seem that far away to get a new Spider-Man movie, you know? Yeah, and I think that that's good spacing. Um, I, I feel like we just saw it in a way. Um, and, and the way that it ended was so good Yeah, that I was like, okay. You know, let's give give us some time to breathe, especially because this was right after Endgame. Yep. And I know that we were all still hurting, just like Peter. Oh, God. Ugh, poor Peter. That freaking trailer. You yeah. knew. You knew that Iron Man was going to be the one to die. But, um, yeah. Yeah. So, I, I'm definitely excited. I feel kind of interested to find out, like, when are we going to learn more about it? Like, when are we going to find out the title? What is the title going to be? Are they going to stick with the whole home thing? theme yeah home theme homecoming home home we we we, uh put a few uh titles out there and uh ryan if you can jump in i can't remember any of the favorites you had a couple of good ones uh if you can think of any of the spider and and everybody in the chat let us know if you remember one of our one of our uh very popular home uh I, i let's let's keep it keep it fun you know so like i think somebody actually said safe at home and you're like okay but let's get them out there oh, yeah, i you think know. that was like run from home or run for, yeah home yeah, run but, you know what home run that was i think our, our guest bound. 
Homeward, yeah, with it'll have talking animals. Spider-Man Homeward, Homeward Bound, The Incredible Journey. That'll be the ultimate MCU that. film ever. Thank you, Ryan. I really like Home Run. Imagine if baseball was like somehow intertwined. Look, there is a there, there's a great standalone then. issue uh, where Peter thinks back to Uncle Ben taking him to a Mets game. Obviously, they're from Queens, and that's the whole story. That's one of my favorite Spider-Man comics because it's just, it's just him. Remember, he's he's a little bit younger. It's long before he was Spider-Man, obviously, and mm-hmm. he just remembers this great day with Uncle Ben. And the author of that says that, like, he's written, you know, uh, I actually forget who wrote that. It wasn't Dan Slott, but whoever wrote that uh, is like, yeah, I've written, you know, hundreds of comics. And then everybody always wants to talk to me about uh, Peter going to a baseball game with Uncle Ben. So you have stuff that uh, really resonates like that. Uh, let's, uh, we're gonna, now we're really going into the future. All the way to the year 2022. February 11th, where we will get the return of Taika Waititi for Thor Love and Thunder, a title I have been very critical of on this show, but I, I love Thor. I know that I'll, I'll like the movie. I, I just wish there was a different title, but that's just me. What do you think? What do you want to see out of Thor? Do you want him to still be fat Thor, or do you hope that he starts doing some sit-ups? Look, I just want Thor to be happy. So whatever that means to him, that's okay with me. I want to see some love, and I want to see some thunder. <laughs> Well, um, I hope yeah. it's going to be false advertising if they don't deliver both love and thunder. It's not love <laughs> or thunder. It's love it's and both. Thunder. Yeah. We have to have both. Yeah. I actually, I really like, why are you hesitant about it? It sounds great. Well, the movie will be good, but I, I look, I just don't love the title, like love and thunder. And I'm like, man, Thor, Thor Ragnarok. That's a great title. You know, it's a great title. Even if I don't love the movie, Thor, the dark world, you know, these are cool yeah. titles. So, but the font looks yeah, really cool. Well, the font is great. You yeah. know, I'm a big stickler for fonts. Yeah, good like, fonts. You know, no Times New Roman. Come on, like use a yeah. nice font. Exactly. Comic Sans, please. Helvetica. <laughs> mm. All right. You know what? If somebody does a Comic Sans title, I'll see them. No. Based on that. No. <laughs> no. 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 You guys know better. Do better. Yeah, that's no, no, true. No. There's so many fonts to choose from. Well, the, and then the crazy thing is this is where we're going to start to see the movies start to get stacked on top of each other because they pushed back both, you know, they pushed back everything. But then Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness is only going to be like six weeks after Thor, March 25th, 2022. And man, there is a lot to take into consideration about that. How How excited are you about Doctor Strange and Multiverse of Madness, especially now that we know that Sam Raimi is going to direct it. Well, I have some thoughts about Sam Raimi directing it. I'm interested. I'm interested. Cautiously interested. Uh, but the fact that it is very horror-y, I'm like, okay. Okay, heck yeah. You know, I'm just, I feel conflicted. But at the end of the day, I'm always going to be watching an MCU movie or MCU-adjacent movie sure, yeah. in theaters or wherever opening weekend. Yeah. Well, we we've talked uh, about this last couple of weeks on the show, but uh I've I've gone out to the uh, the drive-in in Pomona, California. You know, not too far from you. And uh I took the kids to see Trolls World Tour. We, nobody got <laughs> nobody got out of the car and I'm like, yeah, this might be how I see movies for a little while at least, you know. So Yeah. Yeah. So uh I I'm I'm hoping that uh, Wonder Woman comes out when it's supposed to and I want I want new mutants at the end of August. I'm like, I'm ready. I'm ready to drive out to, I'm ready to watch these movies in my car. 
Well, I had actually seen, um, I had already seen it before, but I went to go see The Exorcist this last Ooh. Halloween in a drive-in nice. theater. And it was my first time going to a drive-in. I was so freaking pumped. Um, it wasn't like, you know, obviously they had a food truck. They had a couple food yeah, trucks, sure. but the food was so good. And you go and like you pay, like you did have to do that transaction before like you go into the parking right. lot area. But after that, I mean, if you didn't want to leave, you didn't really have to. Yeah. And then the whole like headphone situation, we ended up getting some. But I mean, I think if they want to make it work, they will. Yeah, exactly. So. And I think that uh, if if the indications become that that people are a little bit a little bit uncomfortable getting back into movie theaters, they're like, great. Yeah, we're gonna turn this parking lot. I was reading yesterday that they're gonna do movies projected in the parking lot at Yankee Stadium in New York. Like they're gonna, <gasps> they're gonna do that. You know, it's like, you can't get in the stadium. Don't get out of your car, but uh, come see a movie in the parking lot of Yankee Stadium. And I'm like, see, that's a great idea. I yes. love stuff like that. And by the way, to yeah. your to your point about The Exorcist, I, I saw Halloween, the original Halloween, the real Halloween, the John Carpenter Halloween. Not, sorry, Rob Zombie. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Danny McBride. But the real Halloween movie I saw on Halloween at the Hollywood Forever Cemetery in Hollywood and uh, my wife had never seen it before. And uh, that is uh, something that I hope to get to soon. Uh, just because we're talking about it and, and I've asked everybody that comes on the show, I'm always interested in their thoughts. If say that uh, your local movie theater is open for business on July 1st and then, you know, movies are in there. Are you excited to go right away? Do you want to wait a little bit, see how it goes? What, how are you feeling out being it? Cause I know how much you love movies, MCU horror and otherwise. Uh, when do you feel like, okay, this might be a good amount of time before I dive into a movie theater? Uh, I would definitely not go first. Um, I don't feel safe and I just want to be cautious. Look, sure. like I'd rather be that overly cautious person and be okay and, yeah. and not hurt other people along the way. Um, there are multiple ways to enjoy movies right now, even new movies. So if there happens to be a way that I can, stay at home and watch that movie then I will and if right. not then I'll just wait like I just I don't know yeah. I feel and someone did mention you know like maybe this will just change movie theaters forever like would people rather stay home and watch a movie or go to the movie theater I'm like both like yeah I mean drive-in included like all different ways I think that's what's so great about watching movies is that they're they're meant to be enjoyed different ways yeah, you know, no, and look, I, I think you're you're not going to get your you know your home premieres for movies like Wonder Woman and like Black Widow, and you know a lot of people followed up when we were talking about New Mutants last week. There's very specific language in the contracts for the actors, and because it was a Fox movie, they can't have it premiere on home video or any kind of you know streaming or whatever. It has to go to the movies first. Uh, otherwise they have to give it to, I forget if uh, HBO gets it or something. It's some weird deal that they had. So Disney is going to put that thing in the movie theater at some point. And I had a few people point that out and thanks to everybody uh, who, who explained it. I did read an article and I'm like, they're absolutely right. There's very specific language in the contracts for new mutants because it was a Fox movie, even though Fox doesn't exist anymore. You know, you'd have to renegotiate all the contracts for all the actors. And for a movie that they clearly don't care that much about, they're like, no, nah, just one day it'll be in a movie theater. So, uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, I, but I get completely what you're saying. 
uh, just to be devil's advocate a little bit, I was talking to my friend Jessica on my personal podcast, the Blackcast, B-L-A-D-T-C-A-S-T. Somebody I know has a cool mug from it. Uh, and she made a really good point. The best day to go back to the movie theater is that first day that it's open because that's the cleanest it's ever going to be. From the second day yeah. onward, it's going to start to get a little bit, you know, maybe a little bit more popcorn crumbs. Floors are going to get sticky again. But day one, it's going to be crazy. And I'm like, you know what? I'm still not going to go but I completely understand what you're saying. Let us know where you come down uh, in the chat. And I know we have been neglecting the chat a little bit. We have plenty of time to get to mm. your chat because uh, we, you know, we're just going over these movies. We got a couple of other items to talk about, but uh, I wanted to, so uh, we talked a little bit about multiverse of madness. I, I think that'll be cool. And then again, just another like month and a half later, they're really stacking them up in 2022 black Panther two. I mean, what is there to say about getting T'Challa back on our screens? The yeah. world is not ready. The world is not ready. I'm not ready. Not ready for the music. I'm not ready for it to be completely awesome. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I, it kind of bumps me out that it is so far from now, but at least maybe people can just rewatch the entire MCU. Yeah. Uh, again well, it's it's, you know? it's literally two years from now that uh that we'll get that so it's it's a little bit of a while and then again two more months after that it's captain marvel too and i know how you feel about about your your girl carol danvers you know and i look i want to i want to see the non-flashback story for her i want to see her yeah. set in the current continuity i want to see what you know because look she's she's been captain marvel for by that point almost 20 years so I, I want to, and, and, you know, whatever that cosmic power she has is uh, really slowed down the age, aging process. So <laughs> something we should all think about. We should all try and get cosmic powers. In any well, case. Well, wait a ahead. sec. Because there's also, I mean, it has been announced recently that there is potentially like another timeline. What is it? It was, there's a, have you heard this? Am I, I making any I've sense? Heard this. Yeah. Let a, uh, what, okay. Uh, so on Twitter. It was announced, guys help me in the chat, that there is evidence that there might be a potential other timeline, like literally, like, for real. Yeah. <laughs> that is the best told story ever, I think, what I just did. Um, <laughs> I no, but there's another, but the, the, the idea that there's another timeline, that's that's exciting yeah. too. I mean, to see uh, what that is. Well, yeah, I mean, we, yeah. you know you know our chat, they, not only do they love you, but they love Marvel so much, they'll, They'll fill in the uh, gaps there. So look, that's that's just a really quick rundown. We talked a little bit about Disney Plus. So uh, there's a lot of great stuff uh, coming down the pike. And one of the things that we're getting immediately, though, is a show that we would talk a lot about on Marvel TV Weekly back in the old days, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And I always give credit to you every time Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. comes up, the insane way that you watched the first five seasons you watched like 110 episodes in like a month or two months how, how quickly did you binge agents of shield you know if i want to be truthful i'll say i don't remember but if i want to be like <laughs> hey pretty cool sure a month yeah. you're like you're like i did it in a week i just didn't sleep it, just, it was all in five days yeah no um, i remember you were doing it like you know in real time every week i would check in with you on that show and be like so how far along are you and uh, so now, obviously, you you're, you you have all the your heart is in all the right places for Fitz and Simmons and uh, you know Agent May, 
whatever this this new uh, Android Colson, and I know they're not androids. It's fine. I'm just calling him that as a nickname. <laughs> but uh, how excited are you for the fact that less than a week from right now, we're going to get a new episode of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? I'm happy. I'm really happy. I'm a little sad that it's all coming to an end. You yeah. know, like, I want to take my time with it. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know. Especially because when I binged it, it felt like like a bunch of movies all together. It's like watching Harry Potter, right? It's like watching them all back to back to back to back. That's how long. I mean, there's a, yeah, there was a lot of episodes. So I feel like getting to see these last several episodes, I'm just, I'm a little sad. Yeah, but it's not over yet. We still get yeah. to watch them. And I love the idea that they went back in time. I yeah. don't like that they're in the thirties though, because that makes me think we're not going to see Peggy, you know? Yeah. We're going to see I, Agent Souza for sure. We know that, but I yeah. don't think we're going to get to see Peggy. And and I, I just want to see Peggy. That's really what it comes down to. I, I miss Peggy. I almost just want to watch Endgame again to see her or, you know, Agent Carter. Um, but I cannot watch Endgame again. So I cannot. No, yeah. uh, look, uh, I, I'd say my fragile, my, my psyche is a little fragile right now. Um, Endgame, mm-hmm. Infinity War, those aren't movies I can watch right now. One day, sure. But uh, I, I'd be more likely to like, you know what, why don't I just watch Ant-Man three times? That'll make me feel good. <laughs> yeah. You know, instead of watching all the other ones. Let's just, let's just watch Ragnarok. the fun ones. Yeah, I'll watch yeah. Ragnarok. I'll watch, uh, yeah. you know, I'll, I'll pick a Spider-Man, you know. I could, I could just put all the Spider-Man movies on a wheel and just spin it. And yeah. if it lands on Spider-Man 3, I'll spin it again until it gets to one of the good ones. But yeah, yeah. so look, <laughs> it, th- there's, a, there's a lot of fun and exciting things coming, but getting Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. back, I'm excited. Uh, we know that we're going to see Patton Oswalt as a character yet to be identified. And uh, we, we, we know a lot, of, a lot of stuff about it. And it'll be back Wednesday at 10 p.m. 9 Central on ABC. And uh, my understanding is that uh, at the very least, myself and Rachel Goodman will be on the after show panel uh, over on AfterBuzz TV. I think we're going to do that Thursdays at 9 Pacific. But as with anything here on Popcorn Talk over on AfterBuzz, you can always uh, just watch it on, watch it or listen to it on demand. But uh, Rachel will be here next week. So not only are we doing the after show, we're going to really uh, take some time talking about Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. next week. And we know how everybody in the chat feels about Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. So we want to uh, give credit where credit is due. Speaking of giving credit to people who are very worthy uh, here, mm-hmm. uh, we're just a few days away from Memorial Day here in the United States. And I know that uh, they obviously, the military gets honored around the world, but I thought it would be kind of a, a fun way to give credit to some of the great characters from sure the MCU, but also from just the Marvel universe comic book as well, comic books as well. And we wanted to salute some of our favorite mighty military men and women of the Marvel universe. (laughs) And there are a couple of really obvious ones, but uh, you know, that doesn't make them any less worthy. You might see them on Amy's shirt if you're watching on YouTube. Uh, But Amy, we, uh, if nothing else, we believe in ladies first here on Marvel Movie News. Who are mm-hmm. some uh, that come immediately to mind for you? Some of our favorite military Marvel characters. Okay, well, I'll name three. Yep. And I'll start from three. I love it. Two and then one. Okay. So number one, Carol. 
Carol so Danvers. she's she's not she's number three or number she's one? number three. Okay. Oh, yeah. I I know. And then I said number one. You, you said oh. it, and then you're like, so number one. I'm like, I think you mean three. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? Yeah, yeah, Carol Danvers. Um, yeah, I I really love that we got such an in depth story with her, um, a backstory with Captain Marvel. Um, yeah, well, there's someone else on this list, but I'm not gonna give it away. Okay, jumping to number two. Maria, Maria Rambo. I love that friendship in um, Captain Marvel. And I feel like getting to see them in action was so cool. Getting to see women in the military was awesome. Um, Yeah, and the fact that she's a single mom with, you know, a child, Monica. With with little Captain Marvel, yes. Yes! I just love that. And I feel sometimes, was that the first depiction of a single mom? In the MCU, I don't know. Well, you have your uh, sing single mother figure in terms of Aunt May, but yeah, uh, but yeah, I, I think that your sort of traditional the way that you think of it as a single mom. Yeah, I, I can't think of one. Let us know in the chat if you have one. But yeah, I, I love that story. Uh, as we talked about when Captain Marvel came out, I was very excited because when I started reading comics, Monica Rambeau was Captain Marvel. I love that character. So the idea that we're starting to get to see her and we know we're going to see her on Disney plus, uh, it's all very exciting. So does that only leave room for your number one? Yeah. Who do you got? Oh, Oh, of course. Of course. Peggy. Yeah. Just, you know, this is now part of my everyday look. Even, I actually wear this. Even all days the time. that you don't go outside now, you just still wear the uh, the Peggy oh, Carter yeah. hat around the house. Uh, yeah. There, there are uh, obviously no shortage of Marvel characters who spent time in the service. Uh, I have to, I have to give an honorable mention to uh, James Howlett, aka Logan, aka Wolverine, who uh, served the Canadian military with distinction, and then also, of course sort of a, as a, in, a, in a sense of a black ops op, uh, operations as well, but that's all right. Um, and uh, one of my favorite things from the comics is how close Logan and Carol Danvers are. They're both military people and uh, I love their friendship and I hope to see that on the big screen one day. Uh, I think in terms of your MCU, it's hard to ignore uh, Bucky Barnes. Sure, he... Uh, he might have uh, had some switched loyalties at one point, but I don't blame him for that. And then, of mm-hmm. course, Sam Wilson, the once and future Captain Marvel and the- or Captain America, sorry. And just for me, uh, obviously, it's so obvious, but you can't not, for me, I couldn't, because you already knew what I was going to pick, so you picked differently than I did. Yes, of course. You can't not put Steve Rogers number one. He has to be. Mm-hmm. Captain America. You know, and if you think of what he gave up for this country, you know, although then he went back in time and then got the dance anyway, but still what he gave up. He still did it. Like yeah. he lived his whole life. He lived his whole his life. life. Dang. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so I'm sure there's plenty of others in there. And obviously you can talk about Nick Fury. You can talk about Agent Coulson. There's, there's, there's no shortage of people that you can talk about, but anybody mm-hmm. that you want to throw in, in the chat, uh, please do. Uh, there, there was a comment before, and I thought I had, uh, I thought I had highlighted it. There was uh, somebody wants to see Black Panther two with Orlando Jones as the bad guy, as a very specific character. And the reason why I don't remember the characters, I'm not familiar with it, 
But uh, I like that actor a lot. I mean, he's yeah. you know well known comedically, but uh, he's also a great dramatic actor as well. That'd be the great balance for somebody to play a villain. So uh, whomever said that, my apologies for not highlighting it the way I thought I did. But uh, and yeah, Zeno Hour and Ghost, of course, immediately went to somebody that probably could be anywhere number three or number two on my list. Frank Castle, The Punisher, of course. He belongs on everybody's list too. But but I look, I went with Bucky and Sam. I, you can't go wrong with any of those. We're just doing three. But yeah, Frank Castle, uh, obviously the ultimate uh, military man. His, in the comics, his uh, his origin story is actually told as part of the the monthly Vietnam series that they did called the Nam, and uh, you know it was a flashback to him in Vietnam. Uh, you know, it was, it, they did that in the 80s. It's it's long after the character was introduced. But uh, yeah, that's a, a very important part of uh, who he is. And yeah, Charles Lee uh, is probably the one who said it. Uh, a chibi. It's a character I don't know, and I probably said his name wrong. But uh, Orlando Jones would uh, be great. So uh, thank you uh, to everybody uh, in the chat who's uh, jumping in with these things. Uh, I always find that exciting. And Zeno Hour, when you said, when you referenced watching Agent Carter, he just put Agent Carter and then three emojis, the one where the uh, the tears are just pouring out of the eyes. Because uh, I think that's how a lot of us feel in terms of uh, the way that that show ended. And, you know, we didn't get that third season. And that's why we just maybe hoped that this next season of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. would uh, would give us a little something, you know? You know, you can't help but think, like, what would happen if Agent Carter came out now? Like, it would be going on Disney+, Plus, right? Yep. And I agree. it would be fine. Like, yeah, we would get more seasons. And yeah. it's just, a, yeah. I don't know, it's just the wrong time. Yeah, I not guess. having People to put maybe... it on, on network television, I think, would uh, go a long way. And, yeah, it's... Uh, Look, it's great that we got the seasons that we did, but yeah, I think if they did that show now, you're absolutely right. I think being able to put it on their own streaming service and kind of let it grow and let it, you know, be whatever the show needs to be without it, it being on a broadcast network where you're like, well, every episode's 42 minutes. You, you figure out what to do with it. So, yeah, uh, yeah I, I I definitely think that's... Uh, That'll be good. Uh, I know that uh, we're we're definitely taking a look at the chat. We want to make sure that we uh, we let everybody be a big part of the chat. Uh, but yeah, Zeno Hour is saying <laughs> that he needs the closure for the for that story arc. So uh, I mean, who's to say like it won't ever come to Disney Plus? Like, are there rules? Are there certain things saying they can't? Yeah, I mean, look, the character is a Marvel Studios character. You know, it was it aired through uh, ABC Studios and all that. I, mm-hmm. I think they're able to figure out a way to do something with her for sure. You know, I I, I would be shocked if they couldn't, in all honesty. So, um, Look, if it does happen, though, you heard it here first. That's right. You give credit uh, to Amy. And uh, <laughs> yeah, Daniel Drew pointed out that... Um, He's watching the Fury Files on uh, Disney Plus, which is something that I talked about a couple weeks ago. It's uh, it's something new on Disney Plus where you get to learn a little bit more about the characters. It's sort of like a, a little bit more of a of bite sized information on people. So uh, it's good. I'm glad you're checking it out. I haven't, honestly, haven't had a chance to watch it. If if my TV turns on, it's because my kids are watching Daniel Tiger or Peppa Pig. But uh, oh my gosh, I love Peppa Pig. Well, she's she's very, so cool. She's very sassy, you know. 
She's yeah. very, very British in her sensibilities. And you know what? I think she would, she would love Peggy Carter to bring it all full circle because also, also British. Uh, and uh, Jenna James, Orlando Jones would be great as Norman Osborn, the Beyonder, hello, or Molecule Man. I think it would be interesting to see the Beyonder sort of the, the catalyst for the original 80s Secret Wars. And we saw him in Secret Wars too. And uh, I think it would be really cool to have sort of that kind of all powerful being. I mean, if you think, if you compare it to another universe, it's sort of like Q on Star Trek, the next generation where, where the Beyonder can kind of do anything he wants. And sometimes those kind of characters, you have to tell that story, right? Because when you can do anything, it's almost like, all right, well you have to, you know, it's like to look at another universe. It's like why Superman, you had to come up with kryptonite because it's like, well, the dude can do anything. Let's, let's figure out a way to have limitations, you know? And look, to bring it back to Carol Danvers, she's so powerful now. For her standalone movie, they're going to have to figure out a way of like, you know, they like literally had her with it with an arm behind her back in her own movie because she was too powerful. So they're going to yeah. have to figure out, you know, that sort of a thing, you know, how to have it. But I love uh, I love those suggestions. And uh, I, I think we're going to get Norman Osborn really soon. I don't think we're going to get Green Goblin. I think we might see Norman Osborn in, in the next Spider-Man movie. What do you think, Amy? That would be so cool if we did. Yeah. I I want them to take their time but, and not show us anything that we... Or not show us something that we've already seen. But I yeah. feel... And I was going to say this with Captain Marvel, too. I mean, every single MCU slash MCU adjacent movie continuously... Okay most of them get continuously better. So I feel like every single movie has to bring it even more. Um, and I think obviously we, a lot of people that have read the comics know what's going to happen, but you still have to add a little something. So uh, with Captain Marvel, I want them to step it up a little bit more. Like I really liked it, but now I've seen more movies since and I'm like, ah, bring it, like <laughs> yeah. give me more. Like that was great then. But if I rewatched it now, then I'd be like, okay, but like there was a lot of characters that you hardly use. Like let's, yeah. let's continuously get better. And, but yeah, I mean, what's, I mean, you know, I love, I love Spider-Man and Tom Holland isn't forever will be our Spider-Man. My Spider-Man can't speak for everyone. Um, so yeah, if they decide to start injecting people and have like perfect, perfect casting. Yeah. yeah I mean, you know, look, he's he's still in high school now uh, as Spider-Man. He could play yeah. Spider-Man for twenty more years, and I'd be fine with it. <laughs> like, do, you know, I, don't school. recast him. Just, just like, no. you know, in in the comics, like Peter eventually went to grad school. Great. Let's just let's just do that. We don't need him to be in high school again. I'm glad he's in high school this time, but let's let's not reboot it for a while. Like, don't stop after three Ooh. movies. You know, let's. Ooh. How about ten Spider-Man movies with Tom Holland? Is that crazy? I want How about it. 20? <laughs> All right. I'll see your 20 and I'll raise you to 22. But All right. then I'm calling. If it happens, you heard it here first. And <laughs> speaking of characters with spider in their name, uh, Senor Nerd says, what do you think about having Jessica Drew in Captain Marvel 2? Jessica Drew, who is best known as the original Spider-Woman from the 70s. Uh, I think that's a character we're going to see very soon. There are different iterations of her with powers, without powers. Uh, the uh, Jessica Jones character was originally intended to be a depowered Jessica Drew, but then they decided to 
let's create a different character. Let's not do quite that with her. So uh, I think it's an interesting character that I would really like to see. Captain Marvel 2 would be an excellent time to see her. And uh, I saw some people mentioning in terms of Marvel characters with military service. I saw Billy Russo and I saw Killmonger. Uh, I Look, I can't give credit to the villains. I am not... Look, the Red Skull served his cause to the best of his ability, but I this is not a day to honor the Red Skull. But I appreciate... Look, by the way, and then the acting for those characters, absolutely. But I, I you know, look, you can applaud their military service, but they're bad guys. So... Uh, No no bad guys on my list. Just good guys. (laughs) And of course, the good girls as well. The good women. Well, speaking of the good girls, it has been delightful catching up (laughs) with Martinez. Where can people keep in touch with you? Oh, gosh. Uh, You guys can find me on all social media. At Amy Cassandra MTZ. Love it. Um, And... Uh, right now, I'm uh, doing a show every Friday at 4 p.m. Pacific time on Geek Bomb. Um, it's called Power Up. We actually live stream it on Trisha Hershberger's Twitch channel. Very cool. Um, so that's every Friday. I also am working for Sideshow Collectibles. We're doing a whole bunch of different things. So make sure you guys are subscribed there. Um, one, two, three. Oh, I also do stuff at Holly Scoop. Just started that. So if you guys are into um celebrity news you know it's completely off brand from here but hey um, but the the stars of the marvel universe are celebrities too so i'm sure there's some crossover you know if uh, Mm -hmm. you know if there's a tom holland story i'm sure you're gonna have to you'll get right to it you know i'd love to talk about them um yes and the final thing right one two three i think i'm missing one uh the final thing is uh tomorrow I start my brand new live horror show on my own channel on YouTube. Um, yeah, I'm really excited about it. I'm just going to be talking about horror movies and anything oh horror because I do love you, horror so much. Do you so know uh, what movies you're going to talk about tomorrow? I do. But, but you're I'm not, not going to tell, tell us. Oh, I love no. it. And is your YouTube channel just your name or how do mm-hmm. they find it? Yeah, so youtube.com slash Amy Cassandra. And... Yeah. I'm, uh, yeah, I mean, if you go to my Instagram, you'll find a direct link there. Yeah. But yeah, that's live, live tomorrow at 1 p.m. Pacific time. So, so if you yeah. liked being in the chat today with Amy, then you can be mm-hmm. in the chat tomorrow with Amy. Uh, so thank you again, Amy Cassandra Martinez. Delightful as always. I appreciate your being here. And I hope that we get to see you again sometime soon. But let's not, uh, let's not be strangers. Let's not uh, wait so long, you know? Yeah. yeah. Anything we'll... for you guys. Oh, for sure. please. And for me, if you want to keep in touch with me, I don't know why, but if you did, at Christian DMZ on Twitter, on Instagram, and I have my own personal podcast. I mentioned it earlier, the Blackcast, B-L-A-D-T-C-A-S-T. If, if you're not sure if you want to check out my personal podcast, check out episode 350. Amy was in it. So you'd see her in that very episode. She has her own mug. That's how you know it must be a good show. Uh, In any case, that is all the time we have for this week. Thanks to Amy. Thanks to everybody in the chat. And we will see you next week. But until then, Excelsior!
From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network.